This is the Arm Updates podcast featuring Mike Schiller and hosted by Justin Poulin. Tune in every month as we highlight trends, strategies, and solutions from the field to advance the healthcare supply chain. And now, Mike and Justin. Welcome to the September edition of the Arm Updates podcast. I'm Justin Poulin from Power Supply, as always, with Mike Schiller. Mike, we are really coming up on one of the biggest weeks of the year for healthcare supply chain. That's right, October 1st through the 7th, Healthcare Supply Chain Week. And this year's theme is highlighting the power of partnerships. And I will also tease that there's going to be a couple of videos that you and I are going to be doing, and we're going to have a guest with us. And we're going to release those here leading up to and during the Healthcare Supply Chain Week, that first week in October, and again, highlighting the power of these partnerships. Mike, talk about the theme and, and what it means to you, and, and maybe tease the videos a little bit as well. Yeah, I'd love to. Well, we're really excited. Uh, Supply Chain Week is the week that you know we love. It's a, a fabulous opportunity to really recognize all that the supply chain professionals do, right? On behalf of the caregivers, on behalf of the patients that our organizations care for, it really speaks to the the great quality, the resiliency that supply chain professionals, they, they embody, especially what we've seen coming out of these last three and a half years. And just just a time to, to take a step back and recognize them for all of their efforts. You know, you mentioned we got a couple of videos coming up here. We're going to have a couple of different participants that really highlight the power of partnerships, not not just the traditional partnerships that you think of between providers and distributors or providers and suppliers. But we're really looking to find some partnerships where providers are working with the community. Yes. Right. Where they're investing in the community, where they're spending and, and sourcing products locally and building into the community where they reside, where they work, they live, they play. So we're really thrilled to be a part of that and to be uh, bringing the power partnerships to everybody through these couple of videos that we're going to be producing with you. Well, I'll tell you, we also have a number of interviews from Annual Arm, just in Orlando, a few a few weeks ago for us, or maybe a month ago as we're recording this, but a lot of those episodes continuing to release twice a month here throughout the rest of the year, and I can tell you that community conversation or even rural settings was a common theme for a number of those interviews. So I love that in terms of the power of partnerships, not in the traditional sense, but how do we engage those communities that we care for in healthcare and that we live in as well. I also know that the Supply Chain Resource Council is still continuing to do lots of great work. And there's a couple of topics that we're going to be covering today, including Abbott Adult Nutrition, and then our On the Fringe topic is going to be talking about the Panama Canal. And I guess that's on the fringe, but it probably isn't going to stay on the fringe all that much longer. I know you've got a lot to tell us there, but I do just want to say thank you to everybody out there working in healthcare supply chain as we get closer. I'm excited to highlight that and partnerships when we get into those videos here in a, in a week or so after this podcast released. But I know everybody out there is doing a lot of hard work. This has probably been one of the most strenuous times for healthcare supply chain. And I just think this week, maybe more than, than many others, but definitely included in the last three years, 
a really important time to just say thank you and highlight the work that people that are listening to this have been doing day in and day out and under really a great deal of duress and financial stress over the last several years. Yeah, it's definitely been one of the most challenging times in supply chain that I can ever recall. I've been in supply chain 36 plus years, Justin, and I don't recall a more challenging time than this. But I'll tell you what, I'm so encouraged how the how the supply chain community has come together, right? Where we're talking about community and supply chain professionals, right? It's professionals within the hospital setting, professionals within the the GPOs, within the distributors, within the manufacturing sector. When you start to think of the supply chain professionals that comprise every one of the business verticals that make up the healthcare continuum, right? We're really we're really celebrating supply chain professionals. They they have all done such an incredible job to your point under under duress in some cases certainly early on in the pandemic and we're still dealing with a, quite a number of back orders right it's it's not where we saw it peak pandemic but it's certainly isn't as low as it was pre-pandemic so and and we've got some other variables now beyond the pandemic with the geopolitical environment we've got other raw material shortages that we didn't have early on in the pandemic so again, when you think about just even the common denominator of what is my fill rate, the difference between my fill rate between, say, a prime vendor and what I'm putting on my shelf, at, right? I've got to put 100% of product on my shelf for my caregivers, right? Whatever that delta is between what I'm getting in and what I'm putting on the shelf, that difference is supply chain's work, right? We're sourcing. We're looking at those alternative vendors. We're looking, again, at the community. So... I love this year's theme because to me, the silver lining coming out of COVID is really where, where the communities engaged with the hospitals. We had the 100 million mask campaign at the AHA where communities were making masks for caregivers early on in the pandemic. You had tailors that were retrofitting their, their operations to make gowns, to make face shield masks, to make the plexiglass barriers. You had, there were just so many countless examples of, of, the community combining with the with the providers to get through this, and you're seeing that type of partnership continue well beyond the pandemic, which is exciting. It's thrilling. Yeah, and with every challenge comes an opportunity, and I do think the industry has seized the opportunity to gain a lot greater awareness for the work that is being done. And so, again, another great thing is to let people you know outside of the industry or in other departments within the industry about the importance of healthcare supply chain as well. Let's talk about the SCRC work and maybe some updates that you have regarding Abbott Adult Nutrition. Yeah, the the Supply Chain Resource Council, what a great group to work with, right? You talk about the power partnership and supply chain leaders, the SCRC embodies that. Over the course of the last two weeks, I had a number of the council members send me shortages, disruptions. Hey, Mike, we're, we're seeing a, a situation with this product or with this category. And we've been able to escalate that, share it within our policy team, share it to some of our colleagues at the regulatory agencies. And they really appreciate that, right? They, they appreciate that early warning that's really what the SCRC does is it gives a perspective at the bedside, right? What is happening in the hospital? So one of those items, Justin, you know, you talked about, it's the Abbott ARC, their reclosable container products. Right now, you know, they're in a period of 
low or out of stock inventory in these eight ounce reclosable containers or ARCs. They are sending out weekly inventory letters for updates and available product alternatives in the interim. But just wanted to highlight that. That was one of the products that one of the shortage situations that one of our council members brought to our attention. And I think it's just a critical product, right? We we came out of baby formula, severe baby formula shortage early on in this year. And we're starting to see some shortages here in the adult products. So just wanted to bring that to folks' attention. Last item, you know, you talked about the Panama Canal. And so while it's on the fringe, I'll tell you what, if they continue to not see any rain in that area of the world, they may not be on the fringe too much longer. And the reason I say that is more than 40% of consumer goods traded between Northeast Asia and the U.S. East Coast pass through the Panama Canal. Now, I don't know what percentage of that is medical supplies, and that's a question that I've asked, and hopefully we'll be able to dig into some of those details. But but that's a staggering number if you think about it. 40% of consumer supplies coming from Northeast Asia into the U.S. are passing through the Panama Canal. They have reduced their number of daily vessel transits from 36 down to 32. That number could potentially go lower if they continue to see the drought conditions persist. Other alternatives are for for these vessels to bypass the canal and go into the Suez Canal. The the situation with that is that will add about, on average, 20 days to the transit. So think about that, right? If we're still running, you know, some tight supply chains and some product categories, and we're going to add an additional 20 days now to that transit cycle. So all that to say, it's on the fringe, fingers crossed, weather patterns will change. They'll start to see more rain and we'll get back to more normal operating processes down there. But for the time being, it's something we've got our eye on, as do a number of agencies. Yeah, that could be a huge impact. 20-day delay, where there's already, you know, back orders and shortages. It'll be interesting to hear what they say, what percentage of that 40 consumer goods is healthcare supply chain, but you got to think it's a decent amount. And that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Hopefully, not only does it stay on the fringe, but it goes away quietly. I think that's what we're all hoping for here. Absolutely. I agree. But yeah, definitely something we've got to to keep an eye on. And to your point, Hopefully this this turns into a non-event. We would love that to be the case. All right. Well, just a couple of weeks away from Healthcare Supply Chain Week, October 1st through the 7th, highlighting the power of partnerships. And with that in mind, Mike, as we close out this ARM Updates podcast, I want to thank you for your partnership and the work that we're doing on these podcasts and also for the continuing education credits that you're offering the Power Supply listeners as part of this partnership. Just a great deal of gratitude to you and and ARM and, and AHA for supporting that. And it's been it's been a great year. I had an awesome time at the conference, and I hope everybody out there that's listening is enjoying all of the great content from a number of the SMEs who joined us there in Orlando. So, Mike, keep up the good work. I know you're working hard. You're doing a great job. Thanks, Justin. I appreciate the partnership with you and the, and the team there. And this has been great, a great avenue to get a lot of content out to the healthcare field. And love working with you and the guys. So look forward to keeping this going. 
All right, everybody, that is the September update. That's the episode is in the books for the Arm Updates podcast with Mike Schiller. Thank you very much for listening to this month's episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Arm Updates podcast. For additional resources, visit our website at arm.org. That's A-H-R-M-M dot org. Tune in next month for another edition of the Arm Updates podcast. Thank you.